It's horrible, I tell you. Working on the dead. Trying to bring back life. It's not natural. You with your weird idea. Haven't I stayed here and nursed dying dogs? Yeah. And even that miserable cat? Agony! I can't stand this torture! <laughs> She's a maniac, maniac on the dance floor. Hi everybody, I just watched a film called Maniac, uh, came out in 1934, not to be confused with Sex Maniac, which also came out the same year, at least I don't think it's the same film, um, it said on IMDb that that one's an hour and like 50 minutes long, and that was the one that was on Letterboxd, but I think it was a mistake, um, so yeah, this was absolutely batshit bananas, it, it kind of enjoyable once you get past the 1934s-ness of it um it's about there is a mad scientist and his uh, apprentice and the scientist has figured out a fucking serum these serums keep coming up um that he's applied to a, a heart to make it beat again and it's in a jar just beating away um so he tries to get and yeah, he's reanimated this heart using a serum, basically. So he thinks, right, um, I want to input this heart into a, a dead body and bring it back to life. So there's our there's our zombie arc. That's how it fits in, I guess. Because um, there's, spoiler alert, there's no actual fucking zombies. Um, white zombies still very much our closest thing to, well, I mean, it is a zombie movie compared to what the stuff that comes out now. Um, anyway, yeah, so he sends his apprentice off to the morgue to try and go and get a dead body. He sees two cats fighting on the way, which is a motif that we see. Two, a black cat and a white cat are scrapping, um, which is something that for some reason we see. I'm just going to pop a different one because that's weird. Um, yeah, a motif that we see throughout for some reason. Um, how weird there's a black and white cat that's just walked past outside the window. Anyway, yeah, so there's this kind of constant motif of these black and white cats fighting, which I'll get into further as, as I tell you more about the story um he goes all the way to the morgue he gets scared comes back tells his mad scientist mate that he chickened out and he couldn't go and get a body so the scientist cackles finds a gun has a gun passes it to him and said you've seen my work you trust me why don't you shoot yourself and then i'll put this heart back inside of you and bring you back to life um I think the work he's referring to is the guy's got a cat called Satan, which um, is a black cat, which is also fighting with a white cat. Do you get it? And um, yeah, but it's quite funny that he's got a cat called Satan. Anyway, so uh, yeah, he gives the gun to his uh, apprentice, the young man, and the young man just shoots the mad scientist instead because he probably realises that it's his life or, or the mad scientist's life at this point. He still he panics. It turns out that the our main character is, um, was a vaudeville actor, um, and fully theatrical guy. So he goes. He instead of trying to reanimate the body or do anything like that, he then he dresses up like the mad scientist and acts as him. A woman comes knocking. Was seeking the doctor's advice because her husband's not quite right. 
So he says, come back. And the doctor will say to him. He dresses up as a doctor. The man comes back. And this, he basically says, right. I mean, he's full, he's full makeup. He's like managed to get like a stick on beard from somewhere. And uh, acts as if he's the doctor. So he goes to apply a shot to the man. That a shot as an injection. And um, he, he accidentally knocks off the one. He kind of whispers to himself, I won't give him that the real one or give him water now i've heard that you can torture people by injecting water into the veins because it it fills up with bubbles and it just it can kill you basically but it's 1934 maybe they didn't script writers didn't quite understand this at the time so regardless he knocks off the syringe with the water in it off the side and picks up a syringe with something else injects it into the guy this is quite early on in the film it's only 50 minutes long um and the guy turns mental and basically goes rabid, runs off out of the house, picks up a woman, a random woman. I think they've reanimated her. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what was going on with it. Um, attempted to reanimate her. Runs off, literally like a rabid dog. His wife is not asked, turns around to the doctor who she thinks is the doctor, which is actually our young apprentice. And she's, they have a bit of a scuffle. She falls off and realises that there's a dead body there. The doctor tells her that that was his young apprentice and he's going to bring him back to life. That's what he owes him. So she goes, okay, well, if you can, if you do that to him, when you bring him back round, he will be your slave. So why don't we also kill my husband, bring him back to life, then he'll be my slave. Everyone's dream, right? So he agrees to that. She runs off. There's a cut to him like ravaging a woman in the middle of nowhere. It basically looks like a rape scene. It's a different woman. So I don't know what happened to the blonde woman that he took off because this woman's got black hair. Yeah, so let's nip that in the bud, leave that there. So that's that. Um, there's a guy with some cats. He keeps complaining because the scientist keeps stealing his cats and operating on them, experimenting on them, as he thinks. Um, so the our fake doctor confronts him about it, goes in the house, and then Satan's back, and he realises, he kicks off at his cat, his black cat called Satan, grabs a hold of it, pops his eye out of his socket, grabs the eye, calls it a grape and eats it, Throughout, there's random kind of stories about um, what a manic depressive is. They're all now factually basically wrong. Um, what early signs of early onset dementia are, um, and and all these kind of things that our characters are experiencing, they're clearly not mentally well, and they try to give these bizarre scientific explanations behind them. So, um, yeah, so he pops a cat's eye out, eats it, then he. Decides to go to the basement and bury our mate. He doesn't bury him, but he builds like a concrete thing. He builds like a concrete wall in a really short space of time. Good on him. And uh, yeah, it leaves him in there. Our dead friend. And then... <sighs> this film's so strange. It cuts to his... Wife. And it turns out... And she's with a lot of women. They're all reading the paper... He's a strange wife. He's not seen her for years, I think. 
And then basically in this paper, they find out that the women find out that he's inherited a load of money. So she goes to track him down because obviously she wants his cash. I don't know why they're like living together or anything at the minute anyway. So she goes, finds what she thinks is the doctor. The doctor says, come back at eight o'clock. He'll be here. I've sent him away on a job. There's that cat again. And um, yeah, come back and, and, and then you can see him then. But I, I won't tell him the good news till you're here, blah, blah, blah. So she comes and he's already invited the woman whose husband's gone mental and said to her, right, you need to attack this girl when she arrives. We'll, re- we'll test out reanimating her body. And then when the young girl arrives, he goes, right, there's a crazy woman like down, like through here. She's going to come through in a bit. I'm going to give you this injection. You need to inject her if she goes a bit crazy. But... Um, I just need you to help me out with this patient or something. It's fucking weird. So, yeah, so they, they agreed to do that. It basically sets up the women to fight against each other. Locks them in a basement. The basement where he's buried this guy behind this freshly built brick wall. And, um, yeah, they start absolutely fucking caving each other's head in. Like, absolutely braining each other. And I'm fairly certain it's real because it's 1934 and it's not like there was any sort of, like, committees there to safeguard actors, I'm presuming. Um like throwing each other around one's wearing white one, one one's wearing black ultimately they lead to the guy's downfall which is metaphorical of what the cats did because they they were around and he kind of dodged them and he was a bit scared and those cats led to his downfall there's a lot of cats um so yes yeah, so they're throwing each other around the police are being called because of a domestic disturbance because and also because they think they're stealing the neighbor's cats who, who breeds cats because cats eats rats and then rats also eat dead cats which is like an actual line from the film. It's, yeah, and um, so the police come, they hear the scream, they go down to the basement, and then they hear the, um, the black cat called Satan make a noise, and they're like, what's behind this wall? Tear the wall down, there's our dead man. Then we cut to a monologue by this guy explaining that he was an actor, and he had a trade that nobody took seriously, until now because now he was serious and he, he, he essentially is talking about how he found the role of a lifetime because he had to act as this guy in a time when nobody wanted his acting skills and vaudeville theatrical performance was not useful but now it's became useful ha 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 and he, he's basically throughout the arc of the story completely shit sorry he's basically throughout the arc of the story I'll try not to hit that this time completely lost his mind um, and he's a maniac, so that's maniac, I guess. Again, how it fits into the zombie movie lore. There's some attempted reanimation in there. Um, you know, I think so. The cats have came back to life or something. Um, it's really hard to kind of keep track of what on earth was going on with this film. Um, but there's some attempts at reanimation in there, so I guess that's where the kind of like the zombie hook comes in and, and the undead and stuff like that. The fucking rabid guy who's running around the park raping people. Zero cutbacks to him. Nobody knows what happens to him. As far as I know, he's still out there just doing it. Um, when he was kind of brought in and he was injected with this thing that sent him rabid, I thought, oh, well, this is it. This is our zombie hook. This is our undead. Maybe they're going to try and kill him and he's not going to die. You know what I mean? Because he's literally running around, baring his teeth, like grabbing at people and raping women and throwing them down and stuff. So... I thought, oh, there's our zombie. Nope. I mean, that was that was it. That was gone out the window. I see him in the park, knacking loads of women, and still out there. Police didn't 
tend to him. I don't know if anybody else has watched this or does watch it and sees something that I might have missed, please do let me know because I ain't got a clue what was going on with that. So, so that was Maniac. Uh, like I say, it comes in at about 50 minutes and I actually think it's worth a watch just because it's absolutely batshit crazy. Um, try and pay attention a bit better than I did. I, I, I was trying, I was really trying to pay attention, but I, I can't make much of it. So um, have a go, let me know what you think because, yeah, I've, I've, again, it's just an, an interesting film. You've got nothing else to do. We're all locked in the house for fucking 23 hours a day. You can go outside for a jog for an hour if, you, if you're a good boy. Or you can get your food shopping in or get some beers or whatever. But that's about it. Um, what else are you going to do? Huh? Might as well listen to this and then watch some fucking zombie movies. I don't know if you can tell I'm losing my mind. I don't, I'm, I'm doing all the things. I'm exercising. I'm doing yoga. I'm taking the dogs out for a walk. I'm getting fresh air. I'm getting some sunlight. But Jesus Christ, I'm losing it here. I don't know about you guys. Um, so yeah, somebody watch this film and talk to me about it. Um, but stay safe. Wash your hands and all that. The next film, let me find out what it's called later. This is the Grenades podcast. It's called The Lost City and it came out in 19... It's called The Lost City and it came out in 1935. Bit clearer because I had to go back to the microphone there. Um, so yes, that's what I'm going to watch next. It is available online. I found it online. Um, so I'll probably watch that next week. Um yeah, making making good headway. There's one one thing this lockdown's given me. It's some time to do things like podcasts. So yeah, thank you for listening. If you're into jujitsu, go check out Weave Jujitsu. Um, watch the Lost City, and we'll discuss it next week. Um, I I know initially this podcast I was going to do a couple by myself, and then start to bring people on, watch some films with them, and and shit like that. But obviously that's quite hard at the minute. Um. If anyone fancies watching a film and and then discussing some stuff over Skype or whatever, and we has the bit like a phone, another phone that we can record the audio on, give me a shout because I'll, I'll I'll mix it and then we can we can put it out and we can have a chat about some shite zombie films. So, um, keep me sane. Thank you. Uh, take it easy. Be safe. Wash your hands. Eat good food. Keep your immune system healthy. Bye.